This is the Food Scientist Podcast. I am your host, Amy Zajac. I am here with Brian Pierce. Hello, everyone. And Danny Sussman. Hello, entire world plus. Plus? Plus. You know, the aliens, too. Like people that live on, there could be people in other worlds. Well, yeah, if we send this out via radio waves, it'll be going through the entire Mm -hmm. universe. You don't know where these tubes go. Well, we'll have our normal news and experiences. Then we have some birthday cake chips deluxe. And then we have uh, chips deluxe versus chips ahoy, regular original chocolate chip cookies. Those both look very similar, by the way. Yeah, there's a reason we're doing those right next to each other. Um, We have something called Prince Polo uh, milk chocolate confections. Yeah, they're from Poland, a gift from uh, my dad. Yeah, thanks, Pops. Yeah, hopefully if you don't get sick, because that would be awkward. Oh, that would be awful. Maybe, have you been fighting recently? Is there, is there something we should know that maybe... No, are... I think we're pretty good. I think we're we're in a good okay. place. Um, and so I, I trust what he sent. Okay, I don't want a drive-by snack situation here. Well, just in case those aren't any good, we are ending with three kinds of Kaleidos, which is like... Kroger brand, brand sandwich cookies, think Oreo, but also other flavors. Yeah, they have flavors that Oreo has not dared to make, like salted caramel and chocolate and uh, coconut lime. And my favorite, unicorn. I'm pretty sure that they actually ground up unicorns and put them in the cookies. So I'm really excited because yes. I haven't had unicorn since little Debbie did that. Oh, you and know, if you like haven't unicorn... figured this out, it's an all cookie episode. Yes. Yeah. All cookies. That is fun. Uh, the unicorn trend is one that just can go away. That and the mermaids. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that later. But why do I'm we want to know what unicorns and mermaids taste like? Well, and we're going to find out. A sad note before we get going here. You know, we we record this live in front of YouTube, and our chat is always great. But we had a little drama here. I had to take a little action. Someone used the S word repeatedly. You know the you one. Know, you know who else can take action? Yeah, but I'm just saying that that you know this is a family show. We don't use words that begin with S and end with alid here. So you know we're just gonna. <sighs> that. What if it's prefaced with sugar? Like this is oh, like that's jo- fine. That's fine. I was just listening to some George Carlin, right? Like <laughs> there's so many words that it just matters. This the is context. not TV. This there's is there's so many words. Like it's just the context in which you use them, right? Like mm-hmm. I can prick my finger all day long, and it's absolutely fine. Hey, look, the food scientist just typed that S word in there, guys. Uh, well, we're getting taken off YouTube. That's It's been yeah, a good one, folks. I am. Okay. Uh, I suppose we should move on to some news. Yes. Okay. Speaking of unpleasant things, let me just get this one out of here. Okay. Get <clears throat> this out there. You know, the people at Peeps have been very kind to send us products previously. Peeps years. people? Yes. There might be- they have been. Yes, so I'm going to say that. However, their products make me question life sometimes. They're, um, as some would say, they're not your favorite. They're not my favorite. Um, they're no Little <laughs> Debbie. They're no Oreo. They're no uh, Dairy Queen Blizzard. And I, I see other people, your, your pro style stances. I'm not messing around here. I'm, I will take, I will kick you all out if I need yes, to. Yes, I like pizzas <laughs> worse than salad. Okay, so... Peeps, though, they are coming out with a new product. It's a little gift set for Easter. It's Peeps in a mug. So it is marshmallow-flavored cake mix in a Peeps mug. I think we're going to have to try that. I mean, okay, you're making cake. Good. 
marshmallow flavored cake? Well, listen, Brian, you have to remember the Peeps people, uh, because of COVID, they had to shut down all of their production, right? Like that's why we've, we've gone many holidays without Peeps, right? My, my yeah, beloved ghost Peeps, I, I had to do without my favorites for roasting. And so they're taking, so, but they were just making their regular Peeps. Uh, they also have another one that's out uh, that is peep based. They have a Peeps decorating kit, which I always thought they already kind of came decorated because of the weird little like, you know, nose and mouth, right? The little eye dots. But what this gets you is a pack of Peeps marshmallow chicks or bunnies, um, a pack of icing. And what flavor? Assort- what flavor? Uh, it just says. Uh, Pre, I don't, I haven't had it yet. Okay. It just says pre mixed icing pouch, so it's icing flavored icing. And then you get assorted edible candy decorations like uh flowers and mustaches and sunglasses and lips. Now, when the people you can then attach you to, your to get peeps. that too, it's like a Mr. Peeps head and or Miss, no, no more Mr. and Mrs. It's like a Peeps decorate anyway. You can. Yeah, it's like when you had a picture of your um, high school principal and you drew the little glasses and mustache and like a cigarette hanging out of his mouth in your yearbook. It's like that, but with peeps. And they supply the adhesive and the, the parts. Now, I don't, I don't know if I want to know this, but when they say candy things, do they mean marshmallows? It's just candy, Brian. Okay. Yeah, it's like, just it's colored, like, what sugar, are, and shape. Well, what are sprinkles made out of? <clears throat> Wax. No. Some are. How about cinnamon imperials? I mean, you could probably get those. You know what? I'm going to get those for this so that I can have little devil peeps with red eyes. <laughs> and then I'm going to feed them to both of you, and you're both going to start choking, but for different reasons. <laughs> I think Brian, we need to have a peeps decorating contest amongst the three of us. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm not artistic that way, so I will lose, and then I'll really lose because I'll have to eat what I made. Yeah, I'll just set it up so that I can set it on fire because I love roast peeps. <laughs> I don't it think this is going to end them. well. Yeah. So, you know, we were talking about should we have our annual peep show? Maybe we'll have to make that work this year. Not with all the same flavors again because there are no new flavors of peeps, but with these products. We'll see. We'll do something. Okay, I have non-peeps news. Thank you. Oh. But it's kind of Oreo news, even though it's M&M's, not, not Oreos. They are coming out with uh, mint M&M's cookie, ice cream cookie sandwiches, and they're out now. Um, I mean, it's an ice cream sandwich with M&M's, so it's probably good, but it does this really need to be an M&M product? Yeah, well, there's M&M's in the cookies. I know. Like I said, get it for me. I'll eat it. That's not a problem. It's just... Uh, you know what? I, I love a good ice cream sandwich made with cookies. Like my guilty oh, yeah. pleasure has always been the chip witch or whatever, you know, your local company has, but the two chocolate chip cookies. And what I've never understood is why it is impossible to make that yourself. Like because the cookie gets too hard. Like the cookie gets too hard. Or if you uh, have it too soft, like it all squishes out the size to get the right texture of the ice cream and the cookie. Like you have to be a, a multi-billion dollar corporation. No human can do it. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Deep thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like it shouldn't be that complicated. 
Um, I do want to address something about I, I'm not anti-marshmallow. I just want to go on the record of that. I don't like peeps because of the texture. I don't like how the marshmallow is usually stale because it's been sitting there a year plus. Allegedly, right, when we had those freshies Brian last year, those were better. Peeps somehow. Um, I think most people do, but also the sugar, the ones that have the sugar around them, the texture there, the crunchy and the chewy, just no. Do we have other news? Because my experience is going to go right at Ange, who just has it out for us today. Oh, <laughs> um, no, and you know, I'm with her on the mint too. Uh, I can well, put thin mint, but. Well, then let's do this. Okay. Yeah. What do you got, Dan? So, and there's a little bit of news in this too. Um, well, this is part is not going to be news, is that I went to Dairy Queen this week. Um, yeah, we just expect that. Yeah. And so what was the Blizzard of the Month in February? Uh, I'll answer if you don't know. Was it a raspberry chocolate? No, thing? it was red velvet. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But now here's the catch. Okay. I went um, this week. It was like, and I know it actually happened on the 22nd of february is at dq all of the signage changed over and their website that the blizzard of the month is the mint oreo blizzard but that's and but now there's no sign that red velvet ever happened hmm. it's not even on like the limited time menu it's gone it wasn't even the blizzard of the month it was the blizzard of maybe three weeks well, this is the thing that I have noticed from Dairy Queens is when there is something that is special or unique, they have to limit the amount that they're buying because their sales are down due to people not going out. Due to being winter. That too, winter as well. So they're being cautious with the amount of special product they're buying. Otherwise, they're stuck with it for a while. So I think that people are buying less and it's just running out sooner. But yeah, like nationwide every dairy queen and their website switched over to to mint oreo uh so because i was gonna go i was like i have not ever had the red velvet i am gonna go and get the red velvet blizzard uh we had talked about making it royal it's gone vaporized it made it three weeks and then it disappeared yeah. uh so i did have the mint chip shake which um i know some people who like to taunt us in the chat do not like mint. Some but people I, on the podcast also like to taunt you. And don't like I mean, mint. a lot of people like to taunt me, but there's one of them who's been talking about mint and defending peeps and also <laughs> saying salad. Do you so, want me to bring her out again? Because I will do that. Uh, you know what? No, it's fine. It's fine. You don't have to time anybody out. I am just going to put them on blast for <laughs> the thousands of listeners that we have. Uh, number three, food podcast in India. Um, so, yeah, they all know that Ange is just, whew. Uh, anyways, uh, the mint chip shake. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, but it also got me thinking about the fact that, you know, shakes and blizzards kind of can collide. Have you ever noticed that? Well, I mean, they're cousins, definitely. Like, they're cousins, but, like, even when you order them online, um, you can, like, with the shakes, start adding other things into them, right? When, right, so if I can add the cone dip to the shake, what else can I add? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, 
there's a lot of flavors. And then uh, when I was looking, you can add other things, add multiple flavors to a shake. It's very interesting that, to me. That is, you know, that's definitely something that we need to explore a little bit more. Right. Like here, I was like, even, you know, the lattes, you can customize it and add other things. And so it's really like, do you want it where you can turn it upside down or do you want to just drink it? Because most blizzards, because if they're doing that with the cone dip to give you little chocolate chunks and that goes right through a straw, I would think you could get most blizzards through a straw by adding a little milk into it. Um, Heather, you can't make a shake royal, I think. You would just I get mean, that flavor mixed in. You could try. Yeah, I mean, but it'd be in the center, it would just get mixed in, right? Yeah. But what you can do is you can add whipped cream to the top of a shake, which is harder to do with the blizzard. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could ask them to do what they can. It wouldn't be the same as a royal blizzard, but you could try. You could right. ask them to try. So here's the thing, right? So like on their app, I said, if I wanted a mint chip blizzard or a mint chip shake, right? So that already has mint and the cone dip and a whipped topping. You can also add to that vanilla, chocolate, fudge, peanut butter, caramel, or strawberry. Now to mint, that would be disgusting. But uh, the fact that you can do it is interesting, right? They have a banana shake. So you can have a banana shake, add peanut butter. That you actually wouldn't be bad yeah. with your celery. You put a celery oh. straw in that. <laughs> Amy, are you going to go on? A, she's broke in the chat talking about celery. Amy's, Amy's trunk. Celery and peanut butter do go together, and it has nothing to do with being drunk. Amy, Amy forgot about the podcast. She's in chat. I was in chat. We were talking about celery, guys. I mean, here's the thing that I will say. I, I do not like celery, but peanut butter is so magical that it can almost redeem it for some yeah. people. Not me. Some people fill it with peanut butter and then put raisins on it. I just do the peanut butter. I don't need you know the raisins. You know what I do with celery? Give it so to somebody else. Butter milkshake? No, I give it to someone else. I'm like, here, would you like my celery? It's like my good deed. I'm like, oh, look, here, let me share this thing that's basically dental floss and water with you. You can also stick it in a Bloody Mary. Yeah, but tomato juice is also disgusting. Not if you put enough vodka in it. You need more vodka and, than tomato juice. Yeah, but if I'm going to like drink, if, I know some of us are loaded, but if I was going to just load up on vodka, it wouldn't be adding tomato juice to it. I also like dipping my celery in salsa. Hey, I am going to turn this into the celery podcast. Thank you, Chad. Well, next week, join us with our new host, Ted McGinley. And <laughs> Amy's going to go to Dairy Queen and ask them to make it royal with celery. Yes. No. So did you have any experiences, Brian? I feel like we've talked I about did. dairy. I did. I have a non-celery experience, too, but Brian should go. Uh, I decided to check out the new McDonald's chicken sandwich. Oh. Yeah, because that's the thing now. If you're a fast food establishment, you have to have a, a chicken sandwich, I guess. So um, yeah. Even I know you have some more to say about that too. I yet. do, yeah. Even Taco <laughs> Bell somehow. Yeah. Um, but I, I tried McDonald's and it, it was fine. Uh it I don't think that they needed to get in this game. I think that the McChicken that they had was very similar and if if you want a good chicken sandwich maybe don't go to mcdonald's okay here's here's the measure that i have better or worse than a mcdonald's burger better it is better 
So if you went to McDonald's, you, you're better off getting the chicken sandwich than the burger. But you're saying if you want a chicken sandwich, you're better off not going somewhere else. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, and this is the thing. They're burgers. It's very thin meat and the bun is fine, but there's nothing special about it. I have, you ever, have you ever splurged for the quarter pounder? No, because yeah, it's McDonald's see, and that one's got yeah, that one's got more meat to it. But I figured you probably had never tried it. You, you don't need more. It costs meat. like a buck more. So and, that's... And, and do you really want more of McDonald's meat? You know, really. I don't eat fast food. I, I had that. Exactly. I had the Burger King experience last week, and uh, <laughs> you don't eat fast food, but when you do, it's three burgers at once. I two and one for the dogs. And it's spending more than you need to by not ordering. I spent less than five dollars. Like of all of like of all of the things. Three dollars, Brian. You've seen like anyone who knows me knows I have spent money doing stupid things and in stupid (laughs) ways. And for you to get on me for less than five dollars worth of Burger King in the name of science, and I should also add a fantastic bit. Check last week's episode if you didn't catch what Danny right. did, but it's it's incredible. It's exactly. Incredible. Well yeah. worth $5 and the wrath of two episodes but, spending it. But the chicken sandwich is yeah. on a potato bun at McDonald's, which oh, is better. I love a potato bun. I mean, it's a fast food potato bun. Let's not, you know. Yeah, but a potato bun versus any other bun, potato bun. True, true. So the chicken quality was better than the McChicken. The breading was better. It was a good sandwich, but I, like I said, I would go elsewhere if I wanted a fast food chicken sandwich. So let's talk about fast food chicken sandwiches. Yeah. So we talked about this a bunch of weeks ago, that Taco Bell said that they were going to interrupt the chicken sandwich competition with their entry, and they didn't say what it was. And last week they did say what it was. Did you see what it was, Brian? Oh yeah, and I feel yeah. like uh, Amy shaking her head no. For a little Amy, bit. Yeah, they announced the chicken sandwich taco, which okay. is a piece of fried chicken, and then they have like a round bready thing, like almost like bread. like a pita, yeah. but not the pocket pita, the like spongy pita wrapped around the fried chicken, so that it is like so not even a torta. No, it's take. A piece of like fried chicken breast, uh, and then wrap this bread, this round okay. bread around it so you can hold it like a taco. Any toppings or sauces or probably you know what I stopped reading at a chicken sandwich taco. So I wonder because if there's like hot sauce, tomato, onions, queso. I mean, I'm sure that there's something. stuff on it, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not an interruption. It's just a bizarro. I mean, it's it's unique. I, I will give them that. It is something unique. Kind of like when Kentucky Fried Chicken wanted to make what what was that? Was it a don't a, a no, not a donut made out of uh, chicken? Yeah, it was the donut. two pieces of chicken with the. It was like the chicken as the bread in a sandwich. Yeah. Um, I'm being asked, though, what's my favorite fast food chicken sandwich? I think if you're going quick and fast, Wendy's has a good one. It's on the four for four menu. I was going to say it's the Popeye's one. That Popeye's chicken sandwich is worth the the hype it got. And Amy, here's how they describe it uh, at Taco Bell. Each sandwich is served in a puffy bread shaped in an iconic taco form and filled with a piece of crispy tortilla chicken 
and flavorful signature creamy chipotle sauce. The spicy version includes crunchy jalapeno slices for those who can take the heat. Hmm. Hmm is right. And now here's the thing, Brian. You said it's unique. And um, here's my take on things that are unique. Often the reason something is unique is everybody else knows better than to do it. <laughs> well, what other fast food place can do that? You're not going to find right. that. Right. You're like, gonna... you know what I think we're going to do is we're going to have like a fast food burger place that's not like the other 50. Well, it turns out the other 50 figured out you could make money that way. And they could do it your way. But the reason that they're not is that they want to make money. Right. The reason not every sandwich is in a taco puffy bread is because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't, but... If it was a good idea, McDonald's would have done it. <laughs> Just saying. Mm, that doesn't mean it was a good idea, necessarily. No. I, if it was a money-making, if it was a profitable There you go. Idea, now, you're, now you got it. Now you if got he, it. If there was a market for it. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we should go back to last week. Yes, I because had homework. You, had, you had homework. Yes, and I wasn't the only one berated by did. the others. Try last week. Brian tried the Detroit style pizza from Pizza Hut, but he's not from Detroit. You can't say. <laughs> so I have no opinion here. You can say if it's a good pizza or not, but right. if it's a good Detroit pizza or not. Right. Last week, yeah. Last week we found out if it was a Brian, it was a good pizza based on Brian's taste buds. This week we find out if it's a good pizza based on your standards of Detroit pizzas. I will say the as a pizza, it's fine, but I'm gonna give it low marks for Detroit style. It's the oh, right shape. No, no. What what kind did you try, Amy? They have four different kinds. I know. I just got a sausage pepperoni. Okay. Um, it's the right shape. It's rectangular, and they got the cheese almost to the edge, but that's the only ways it's like Detroit style. The cheese didn't get crispy. You didn't have crispy cheese on the edge. While the dough was cooked through, it wasn't even browned on the bottom. It was just doughy dough. It, it was too doughy. And the sauce was too wet. I mean, it's not like it was water, but you know, you can have a liquidy sauce or a thicker sauce. Uh, Detroit style pizza is, a, is a, usually a thicker sauce. So overall, I found this, if you're expecting a Detroit style pizza and you've had Detroit style pizza in Detroit, you'll be disappointed. If you're just expecting a thicker pizza, almost like a pan pizza, it's probably a good pizza. Now, wait, you said you had the pepperoni? Mm-hmm. Well, pepperoni now, sausage. I got two toppings. Okay. Well, because they have one of their new Detroit-style pizzas, uh, they call the double pepperoni. Yeah. Uh, in their release, they included th these words. Uh, the double pepperoni, in particular, is a work of pizza art. Boasting 80 pepperoni, including 48 slides of crispy cupped pepperoni, which provide a crunchy texture and zesty flavor. Did you have 48 slides of, and they call them slides, not me. Did right. you have 48 crispy cupped pepperoni on yours? No. Which is more than half. It's double pepperoni. And they say there are 80 pepperoni, of which 48 are the crispy cup kind. Yeah. Which also makes me wonder, like, how just terrible must it be to work at Pizza Hut have to make sure that there's exactly 80 on there? <laughs> or do they have it all, like, lined up, like, Subway, where you just peel the pepperoni onto the pizza? 
Ange is agreeing with me. She's like, I'm from Detroit. And after hearing my description, she's like, oh, that's wrong in so many ways then. And I'm like, yep. Yep. She is redeeming herself because she's saying that Jets pizza, which widely available in the country, is that is a good uh, Detroit style pizza. I would say I was disappointed in Jets when I first had it, but compared to this, yeah, that's way more Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> and again, <sighs> Jets with the pizza. I'm not dissing it as pizza. I'm just dissing it with my Detroit bias. <laughs> I'll diss it. I haven't even had it. I, so, uh, I, I'll go ahead, Danny. No, I would say my one Pizza Hut thing is that like all when I think about Pizza Hut, I, we talked about this like probably years ago. Uh, they had that brief time when they had the uh, hot dogs wrapped in pizza dough around the edge, and I swear to God, I spent like two hours one night talking myself into ordering it, and then talking myself out of ordering it, and I didn't order it, and um. I'm very happy that I was able to stop myself, but have really wondered about that ever since. But then I think about it again and I'm like, I probably saved my own life that night. But that's all I do is I just go back to that, that night when like I had it in my cart and I'm like, like, it was like my, like kind of like we're gonna have the intervention later. Um, it was like, I could just see all my friends and family like seeing me take my finger to the, the buy now button and like slapping my hand out of the way. And then I'm like, no, I should don't no stop. And it was a long night. I may have been sweating. Well, you got to celebrate a lot of birthdays since then, right? So should I we go did, on Oh yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> like my segue there. I did. <laughs> Mostly it got me out of this. Yeah. So we got the birthday chip the bucks and I'll let you guys talk about that. Can I make a confession right now? Never in my life have I had a Chips Deluxe cookie. Really? No, I thought you've had Chips Ahoy, though. Yeah, at some point. Okay, because we're going to be comparing the two of those yeah. regular cookies very soon here. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that you will find one thing holds true. There are a lot of preservatives in all these cookies. Yeah, I like. I was just kind of like, when, when you talk about it, we should do this, I was like, do people eat Chips Deluxe? I didn't even know it was a thing. I'm oh sheltered. yeah, people eat Chips Ahoy. No, Chips Deluxe. Oh, I know people eat Chips Ahoy. The people eat Chips Deluxe. But this is birthday cake, limited edition yes. Chips Deluxe. Which these have been out for a few months, but we have not talked about them yet. It seemed apropos to do it now. So uh, let's see how these are birthday cake. Like, how does that rank? Yeah, I guess there's still some chocolate chips in there. It might be. As I don't well understand. Yeah. Pretty Pebbles type flakes. It, uh, I think they're called sprinkles, Amy. It does taste like white cake to me, though. It tastes a lot like white cake. Which would not be my choice of birthday cake, but... If you want to put sprinkles in it, it they'll show up better. You know what? It doesn't taste like birthday cake. Yeah. It tastes like birthday cake flavoring. See, and I'm... I'm just going to avoid birthday cake because that's that's not right that they're saying birthday cake because... We've, we've said this before. Birthday cake can be whatever you want it to be, whatever flavor. Right, yeah. What I want, birthday cake should be an ice cream cake. But this is straight up just, just like right out of the box white cake that you baked in your oven. I have a question. Well, my friends have you, even have carrot cake for birthday cake. Yeah, I have a question. Have either of you ever sat around and thought to yourself, God, I really wish that there was a cookie that tasted like cake? All the time. <laughs> Because I like a cookie cake. Like I, I enjoy for my birthday, I would enjoy a cookie cake. 
where you get the big cookie that you can slice like a cake? Mm. Well, you know what? If they made these a little bit more buttery, they could say that it was a yellow cake and a yellow cake with chocolate frosting. That I would I would definitely want to try in a cookie mm. format. I like yellow cake, chocolate frosting, chocolate cake, peanut butter frosting. Mm. Or buttercream frosting. I mean, I'm going to say this. It is a cookie and I will eat it. All right. In our chat, Corey is the next person wanting to get timed out. Can you put celery in a birthday cake? Yes, you can do whatever you want yeah. on your birthday cake. But if you're going to put it on my birthday cake, I am kicking you out of my party. Right. You can I mean, there's celery in, you know, a jello mold. Yeah. So, Corey, um, here on Earth, we have this thing called gravity. And so, if you have a cake and gravity, pretty much anything will go on top of it. It might eventually go through. But I think a cake, yes, it could support it, and it wouldn't go through, and it would stay on top. Yeah, so, you know, that was the, his question. That was what Yeah, he was like, how does it, like, the way gravity works, yes. Like, could I put a pen on a cake? Watch this. Imagine my hand's a cake. Yep, you could do that. But uh, you probably don't want to. Mm. But you know what? I like these a lot more than I thought I was going to. What's a cookie? I like them a lot more than I thought I would, too. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just stress eating them right now. Well, we should move on to the other Chips Deluxe and compare them to the Chips Ahoy. Original Chips Deluxe, the, just the regular chocolate chip kind and the Chips Ahoy. I've never had these before. And for those uh, watching the live stream, the Chips Ahoy is in my right hand, the Chips Deluxe is in my left. Uh, I mean, they look pretty darn similar. I think the Deluxe is Ahoy a little thicker of a cookie. Chips. At least mine do. My Chips Ahoy have bigger chips. Now, when, when I saw these in the store, you know, we never talked about, hey, we should compare cookies. But when I saw these, I was like, wait, these are pretty identical in in size and ingredients and everything. So, you know, we're going to see which one is the evil twin here. Ooh. I can already say. I would much rather have the Chips Deluxe birthday cake than the regular Chips Deluxe. I was just thinking the same thing. Like, this does not bode well for Chips Deluxe. The Chips Ahoy are actually thinner cookies. I mean, not chips, drastically so, but they're a little thinner. Now, I know I, on the record, like, I will eat a stale donut because it's still a donut. But, like, the Chips Deluxe is right on the cusp of would I still eat this cookie. I mean, I would. I'll eat any cookie. But it's on the cusp. If you get a section with a lot of chips in it, it's not bad. It's pretty good. But I have sex whole sections without chips in them. Hmm. Chips Ahoy is more evenly distributed. The Chips Ahoy is definitely benefiting from us having eaten the two Chips Deluxe first. That is true. Yeah, I was wondering if that's going to um, you know, sway mm -hmm. it all. Like, if you gave me a chocolate chip cookie, like a Nestle Toll House cookie, or even like an Entenmann's chocolate chip cookie, mm -hmm. and then this, I would be like, don't um, give me this. Amy, on the Chips Deluxe packaging, it said 20% more of something. What what was the more? It's 20% more cookies in the bag. Okay, not... Okay. By weight. More ounces per pack. Okay, okay. I, yeah. I didn't know if they were adding more chips or what. This is my thought right now. The chips, the luck, you get more cookie. It's thicker. Mm -hmm. But 
the cookie is full of preservatives and isn't that great. So just alone, the chips Ahoy is more chocolatey. Yeah, I was gonna say I think having more cookie messes up the ratio. Mm-hmm. So I think cookie. based on that, I'm going to say that Chips Deluxe is the evil twin here. Me too. I'm gonna agree with that. If the fact that there's more of a cookie is a detriment to the cookie, <laughs> you really need to do some soul searching. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, you know what? This is a this is a bigger cookie, and that's a bad thing. Welcome to being the evil. That's a sign that you might be the evil twin. Yeah. It's certainly fine on its own. There's nothing bad about it. But when you're comparing the two, I would have to go with the chips. Ahoy. Brian. Brian, really? Mm -hmm. In the spectrum of cookies, this is like at the bottom. I know I'm, you're you're a very nice person. I appreciate that. You you look you, for the positive in everything. You're telling me. You make this cookie good, put some soft serve ice cream on it and some sauce. You know what? No, because it's going to squeeze right out the side when I bite or into it. Or put it in a bowl with milk and eat it like cereal. That's so unhealthy, Amy. Yeah, we've never poured milk over cookies and eaten it like it was cereal. Do you know what would that make would this cookie? You know what would make this cookie good? If it was literally the only option available for cookies. Oh, now interesting question from Heather in our chat. Do you prefer softer cookies or crisper cookies? Now, so I'm just thinking of the store-bought ones because there is a, a soft batch that is a softer cookie, but the preservatives are really amped up in that one. So if you can get past the preservative flavor in your mouth. Yeah, I was going to agree. For store-bought ones like this, I prefer the crispy. Now, granted, some of the nicer brands like Entenmann's or whatever, the soft are good. Now, homemade for me, it depends on the cookie. Yeah, for so, me, I would say softer because that means fresh, but... Mm -hmm. When you're talking so, store-bought, not necessarily. Can I, can I just talk about cookies in general? Yeah. I have, no, this is a cookie podcast. Why would you do that? <laughs> um, I, I don't even know. If I, I, you know, I always have weird things that I'm up to. So I'm just going to confess this one. So you remember I talked about the butter cookies a few weeks ago? Mm -hmm. The guy who um, was making them and selling them. And so I took it upon myself that, I wanted to figure out how to make uh, like Chicago public school butter cookies. So I found the recipe uh, and it's another recipe where there's a point in the recipe where you can freeze the dough. Um, and if you remember the, a few months ago, I made the chocolate chip cookies where I froze the dough balls. And so I could take them from uh, the freezer to my toaster oven and have warm chocolate chip cookies on demand. So like this past week I've been eating um, butter cookies out of the toaster oven on demand. Although those do really need to cool and crisp before they're good. But it's got me thinking that um, I wanna write a cookbook of cookie recipes that can go from the freezer to your toaster oven, right? Like here, make all these recipes, portion this out. So you could have like a chest freezer full of all different cookies and then just like make a couple. But then I realized my Nirvana would be like, I would actually like reach the height of perfection if I could um, figure out a way to get all of the recipes to cook at the same temperature, like portion them. So they cook at the same temperature and the same amount of time so that I could just like have an instant warm cookie platter in my toaster oven, right? Like if I could have like the butter cookie portioned and the chocolate chip cookie and a bunch of other ones, 
so that you could just put them on your toaster oven tray and then like 10 minutes later have an assortment of cookies. I feel like uh, the book would sell a million copies. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I would do nothing but spend my day eating warm platters of cookies because there's no way you could do that and do it once. That that so, is true. You so, know what? This is uh, there is something else because it's a cookie episode, yeah. and we were talking about Keebler cookies. I think it's Keebler. Forgive me if I'm wrong here, but they also have a chocolate chip cookie that has little bits of miniature Reese's in it. Mm. Uh, and there was discussion on, oh, those look good. How are they? And I chimed in. <clears throat> with my thought of they're not as good as you would hope. Mm -hmm. What you should do instead is get a chocolate chip cookie and make a sandwich where the bread is Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Yes. Uh, my sister did say in the chat that um, the chips deluxe with the M&Ms are the best one. And, and none of them ever listen to me. They just stare <laughs> at those two beauties. But what that means is if you were on YouTube, and you were watching the two pretty people while I was just rambling on, you missed out on a, just a million dollar idea. It's going to make me rich. And, and, and I'll help you. I'll, I'll help you work out the bugs by eating the cookies. Yeah. Also, it's going to get me an insulin pump. <laughs> but I have good insurance, so it'll be fine. All right. So, um, are we ready to move on to our? Let's go to Poland. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. We have a Polish snack. I don't know if Pops is still here in the chat, but Pops the Sus uh, sent us some Polish cookies or biscuits. They probably would call Prince Polo. Prince yeah. Polo. Uh, technically, they're neither yeah, cookies nor biscuits. They are confections. Yeah, milk chocolate confection, confection, hazelnut, naturally and artificially flavored. And these are made by our friends Mandelez. Yes. Oreos. Contains wheat, milk, soy, hazelnut. I don't have allergies to any of them, and I want to eat. Neither do I. I haven't eaten enough yet. This is like a candy bar-sized cookie. Oh, this is delightful. This is like an adult Kit Kat. This is the wafer cookie of my dreams. Lightweight. It's nice. But it's huge. It's mother large, mm -hmm. and it tastes like hazelnut, and there's a lot of it. Oh, and there's quite a, and the chocolate is not waxy. You know, when it said it yeah. was a, uh, a milk chocolate, chocolate confection, I thought of it like the American way, which means it's chocolatey, but there's actual chocolate here. Mm -hmm. no, I have Polish guys, so I, I approve. And it's definitely the chocolate hazelnut. It is giving the Nutella vibes. You could tell me this is a Nutella bar. It's very Nutella. Would... Hey, this is really good. I would eat this. This is dangerous for me to have in the house. Thank you, Pop. <laughs> Our chat is going off the rails, too. Now they're talking about pierogies. I don't know what. Pierogies. Oh, is that how you say it? Gouya. Oh. Brian, do you ever leave that buffet? No. What? Would you? Uh, no. You into this buffet, would you leave? I mean, uh, granted, I guess a pierogi is not really a good buffet move because it's kind of dough and potatoes. So, like, the cost is low and the filling is high. I know so. you want the sauerkraut pierogi. Yeah, but uh, hmm. just don't get the Chernina. I'm gonna keep eating this. You know, we forgot, I know I forgot to look. Is there a website or something where people can buy these? Because I recommend finding these Prince Polo bars. These are really good. I don't know, but hmm. uh, if you're in Poland, pick them up. Yeah, or just just you know, the internet is a thing. 
Google Prince Polo and see. Probably yeah. better than Googling uh, the Detroit style pizza description. It's and probably the, on uh, Amazon. Taco Bowl. That one, yeah. Shall we move on to Kaleidos? Yes. 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 I didn't even mean. Yeah. I'm in the coconut. And by the way, uh, I did a quick Google. The Prince Polo. If you do find yourself in the Czech Republic, Slovakia, Hungary, Lithuania, or Ukraine, as one uh, does, as one does, uh, it is called siesta there. But it's the same okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, and Sonia just said in our chat for these Prince Polos, put peanut butter on them. Oh Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I need to change my pants. I'm dunking them in some hot chocolate. Hmm. So Kaleidos. Okay, yes. So this is from Kroger's grocery store, which we don't have here in Minnesota, but they are widely around. Yeah, and and we've had a Kroger uh, Oreo Kaleidos before. We had one that had the, the sparkling candy in it once, like the, yeah. the Pop Rocks. But they have a bunch of flavors of their Oreo-like things that Oreo has never attempted. Which is impressive because usually if a store brand has something, it's a knockoff. It's birthday right. cake. It's mint. If it's you know, special flavored at all. Mm -hmm. uh, so are we starting with the coconut lime? I'm sorry. Oh. I was just singing the song with it, but we could start. How with do you put the lime in the coconut? Yeah. I, I just saw Danny eating, and I thought he he. I'm still eating Prince Polo. Oh, okay. Oh, that uh, smells limey. And it these have a lot of of filling in them. These are it's like really nearly lime. nearly uh, special edition Oreo levels of cream. And it's a very a distinct green. It's very green. <laughs> okay, this I'm a little worried about this one now. I was hoping for more coconut. You know, I was just Is thinking, I, lo I love coconut, and I hate when coconut gets polluted with lime. Yeah, you know, the aftertaste, I'm getting coconut. That's a really soft, mushy cream. This is growing on me. When we play FMK, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I would love to dip this in rum. Yeah, Haven't you already had good. enough? <laughs> I haven't had any rum today. Tell mm. it to the family later, Amy. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay, the coconut is almost saving this, but the lime, citrus, and... and Snacks. This is the most confused. Live, I was surprised. You know what? This is the most confused I have been by a cookie in a very long time. <laughs> because like, at one moment it's the coconut cream, and it's like yay, and then it's like no, this is the citrus cream. Ew. Well, do we want to be confused even more with unicorn? Mm -hmm. well, yeah, I want to talk about this for another second. This is like being on a date, and you're like, I don't like this person, and then you're like, but damn hot, like. But, you know, a little annoying, but, like, I could maybe get used to that. You know, like, like that's kind of how this is. Like, I talk myself into and out of it. It's almost like the, the hot dog pizza. See, I went the opposite way. I would be more like, you know what, ugly but a good personality, so you're confused as what to do. Mm, either way. Yeah. We all have our vices. Okay. We're moving on to the unicorn, which this trend needs to go away. I cannot with the unicorn. It's ugly purple color that they put blue uh, sugar crystals on. 
Yeah, it's the blue sour raspberry flavor, typically. But it's, yeah, this and one then, is not. And then a pink cream. So the flavor that they actually describe this as. Oh, look at is, all the blue crystals in there. Sorry. Yeah. So, right. But the way that they describe this on their packaging is this is magical confetti cake batter flavored. And the official flavor name is sparkly unicorn cookies because it does have the little sparkles, the sugar crystals all over it, which. I would love to see an Oreo with some bling. I'm surprised they didn't do this for the Lady Gagas. That would have made those worth the time to do something unique. With I will them. also I say mm -hmm. the biggest accomplishment of these is that they actually color match the cream to the cookie. Mm -hmm. uh, pause to go back to the lime because our chat is talking about the lime M&Ms. Uh, have we found those yet? Mm -hmm. I know not. So, yes, we are going to be having those on a future episode. Yeah. Okay. Lime cheesecake. We have those. These aren't bad. They're better than other unicorn things. True. I remember the first one we had. It was so sour. It was just not even fun. I this kind of get a bit of confetti cake, but mostly it's just sweet cookie. I'll say this. It's the best cake flavored cookie we've had on the podcast today. I don't know how to feel about this. I like I mean, it more than I expected, but I don't know if that's saying much. I feel better about it than the unicorns do. <laughs> um, these are at Kroger. Uh, oh, Sonia can't find the lime M&Ms. They're, uh, they're in Target stores. They're uh, the, the key lime M&Ms. They're in the Easter candy section. They're not in the general uh, M&M department, but they're an Easter special, so... Where the peeps are, the the lime M&M's not far behind. Yeah, these are a very confusing cookie. I feel like if they didn't call it unicorn, I would feel differently about it. Because I'm like, this is pretty good. I like this. I'm like, but it's a unicorn. I'm back to where I was, where I'm talking myself in and out. You know, they're sweet, but it's a different kind of sweet. I don't quite know how to describe it. Because it's not know. a sour sweet. I was expecting sour sweet. Yeah, you were expecting raspberry, and it's not. It's just mm -hmm. yeah. I am loving the smell of the next ones, the salted caramel chocolate. Yeah, so salted. By the way, I want to take a moment here because this one you really see it to talk about the shapes on the top of these, of all of these ones, where like Oreo just has like a pattern. This has like divots. This actually would really hold up divots. well to like peanut butter. They are deep divots. Yeah. Oh, and this one doesn't separate as easily. Oh, it did though. Never mind. Mm. Inhale the caramel mm. smell. Hmm. I like that. It's not overwhelming caramel, but there's just a hint. Mm. That is nice. Mm. You know, there's not really a lot to say. <laughs> About this one, as advertised, it's chocolate it mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the cream is a, this is a very nice cream. I have to say, Kroger uh, is giving Oreo a run for the money on their Oreos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> we're being told we should try different types of sausage 
I mean, we went to a meat raffles and won at meat raffles. Yeah, so. I had the um, the gummy bear sausages. These are really good. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I love when I love when we try weirder, gross things because I tolerate them better than the others. I feel like at some level, like these are weird Oreos. Um, yeah, Brian less, gets tortured the most with weird things. Less gross than I would have thought. Or, Corey, I have a question. Just in the chat, they're talking about the sausages, the bangers and mash podcast. What category would you look for that under? Was that a trick question? It's just yeah. If you if I kind of come listen to the bangers and mash podcast, I mean, if you know English foods, I think that that would be a no brainer. <laughs> but if you don't, like, if you know, then, seven, oh yeah, I would. If you that. like, if you only know like entertainment of the nineteen seventies, very different. It's like a, a military comedy drama, and I don't and I don't even know what the bangers would be. My mind did not go to military comedy with that. I don't exactly. Know. Exactly. <laughs> so there's three of these. Oh, you know what? You're right. I kind of teased it. FMK. Yes. Ooh. I am very conflicted here. Ooh. I am not. I can go. Go for it, Amy. I am going to uh, frolic with the unicorn. I was surprised, but I liked it better than anticipated. It's a good sweet cookie. I mean, it's just sweet. It's it, a little bit of flavor there, but it wasn't bad. And it, you know, it's interesting colors. You get a little sparkle. I'll, I'm a girl. I like sparkle. That likes sparkle. But I don't need it forever. So that's a frolic. I think that Amy is spouting the societal gender norm that sparkles are for girls. So I'm just gonna. Yeah. So I changed it to. I like sparkle. like sparkle. Hello. Neil I Diamond. Girl that likes sparkle. Not Neil, only girls like sparkle. <laughs> listen, I, my listen. I've already written letters to Neil Diamond that uh, when he passes, I would like his wardrobe. I mean, aren't you not? Uh, um, I love sparkles. Blinded by my sparkling personality. <laughs> Let's move on. So I'm going to kill the birth. What? Wait. What was the other one? The lime. The coconut lime. Uh, it was better. That that was also better than expected. But that was really low expectations after the smell of just. Lime, and I like lime flavor, but this was <clears throat> again. It's a cookie. I'll eat them, but they're not. You know, I have to choose. It's got to die. That means I'm marrying the salted caramel chocolate. That even it has such a great aroma. Oh. But as Brian said, it's not overpoweringly no. uh, caramel or chocolate, so it's not too much, as people say of. That you can only have a little, so that, that's just so good. And I can dunk it in milk. I can dunk it in chocolate ice cream. I can booze it up. I can. You sound like my grandmother right now. I can dunk it in. You can dunk it in everything. We're dunking everywhere. Oh, you should see. I'm not dunking it in gravy. You could. You could. That you might. Could, but I'm I mean, not. it's kind of like if if there's gravity where you are, I bet it goes in. And if you're a coffee drinker, I bet these would be great dunked in coffee. Oh, or. Hot chocolate. Yeah, definitely hot chocolate. So anyway, that's that's I'm marrying I'm marrying the, the salted caramel chocolate. You know what, Amy? I'm gonna also marry that one for many of the same reasons. I mean, it's just it's a good combo. It's chocolate, it's caramel, it's not too much of one or the other. Mm -hmm. It's a good balance. So yeah, we're we're gonna get hitched and like it's gonna be a traditional old-fashioned wedding with like, you know. It's not going to be a rush thing. We're going to like take our time and do it right and have a big ceremony. And yeah, that's going to be good times. Um, I really want to, uh, you know, 
do the unicorn frolic. Do but the I just, unicorn I can't. frolic. I, I can't this week. Uh, you know, the little chunks, they just get stuck in your mouth. And, you know, that's, uh, so that's just the, the deciding thing here. Even though it's not as sour as I thought, it's sweeter than I thought it was going to be. The, the crystals, the chunks just ruin it. You know, no need, no reason for that. I will give a, a frolic to the coconut lime, though. As much as I dislike the lime, I can't stay away from that coconut forever. So we're going to have, you know, we're, this is going to be my cookie with benefits here. I think he's done, Danny. I know. I'm just trying to decide how I'm going to tell you guys that I'm going to do this and then we're going to end the podcast and maybe forever. I was um, going to say no, but you're in charge of the on off button yeah. there. <laughs> so, well, maybe we should say first speaking of cookies, there is a new Oreo out, the strawberry donut, that we hope yeah. to have next week. So yes. Stay tuned for that too. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to start with marriage. You know, I, I talked about it. Shannon nailed it in the chat. The the coconut lime, like I I love it, and then I I kind of just hate it, but then like it reminds like I get the coconut and then I get the lime, and but I can't stop, I can't get away from it, and if that's not marriage in a nutshell, like what is? Um, I'm very happy with it, but I'm like this isn't quite what I wanted, but I'm I'm here, I'm here for it. Um, the the salted caramel chocolate, I'm going to kill it. Um, it's good. I'm happy with it. Like, but it's just the steady Eddie. It doesn't excite me. Like, I absolutely, like, like can I eat this every day? Yup. Will I ever complain about it? Nope. But will I ever feel like that high I get from the coconut? No. Even, I mean, with, even with the line bringing me down from time to time, this one is just present. I mean, that like sounds more like the marriage you described to me than anything. Yeah, I mean, for most people, like, this would be a good marriage, but I am a flawed human, so I'm going to murder it. And that brings us to the unicorn. And I am going to frolic with it because a unicorn is horny. Horny. Mm -hmm. That's our Thank show, you. everyone. Have a great week. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Don't say I didn't warn you, but there you go. Every girl loves a unicorn, right? Wasn't that the myth? I I just like them because they're horny. Mm -hmm. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening. Well, we uh, have prattled on for a long time, so we can add the podcast, of course, in here. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.